good morning, afternoon, or evening, please delete as appropriate. Hello there. This is The Material Podcast, episode 181, and I am one half of your allotment of hosts, Andy and Otko. And I am the other third. <laughs> well, now, well, now we're running in a host deficit situation. Fractions were never my thing. Okay. <laughs> it's just that now... now no, that's 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 fine. I'm just I'm I'm just concerned that we'll, we're we're winding up with what a one sixth deficit here. No, no, no. I promise. I'm here in my full half. I'm just being cheeky. Okay. Um, I did have a cocktail with lunch, so ah. <laughs> if it seem a little silly, it's because I treated myself to a delicious pomegranate cocktail. It was a pomegranate rosé cocktail, actually. Yes. It's very delicious and full of antioxidants, both from the wine side and the pomegranate side. And not only that, if someone is going to go to all the trouble of preparing something as obviously not intended for convenient human consumption as a pomegranate, you feel as though it would be churlish putting each one of those little like little pips into a tiny little juicer and getting out that little tiny dab of juice. Oh, they were out- they were crushed. They were crushed little uh, pomegranate seeds. It was mm. it was very San Francisco, most deaf. <laughs> uh, but it was delicious. And I'm just, you know, it, today was a good day, Andy. How was your day? <laughs> oh, it was, it, it was it was pretty good. I didn't it, good. I mean, I got uh, I, I got some new gear, which we'll talk about. Uh, oh. which, which, which gave me the excuse to just sit and watch TV for for a little while. Uh, and then there was the time that I spent watching TV without any any excuse. Uh, and uh, also, I I realized I needed to run some errands, and that those errands wound up taking me close to a Wendy's. So I did have a Baconator. So I'm filled, oh, I'm filled with nitrates nuggets? and salt. Those are the best. Hmm? The chicken nuggets at Wendy's are the absolute best. They're my favorite. Yeah. See, the problem the problem with Wendy's is that like the fries are so good, and like the burgers are so good. I don't get distracted by other things on the menu, no matter how good they might be. Like their salads, I've had I've had the salads a couple of times. I've had the chicken sandwiches. They're all like it's all pretty good. It's just that when I'm passing by a Wendy's that like once a month, and I see ooh a baconator would hit the spot right now. By the way, I totally paid thirteen dollars for two fried chicken sliders today. <laughs> just, just I just find the juxtaposition San Francisco uh, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, you know, when I look at the prices, I was like, wait a minute, why am I not going home to the suburbs to eat? Because it's okay. I could treat myself. Yeah. Uh, but you know, that's, that's the price. That's the that's, price, no, I guess. That That's fine because it's not, it, I'm sure it wasn't just the sliders. It was the sliders and the environment and the day you were having. Sure. Sure, sure. Sometimes I do that. It's I'm, but I'm really, really glad that it's taken me. I don't know how many decades of trips to New York City that I now know how I can like get a meal for well under ten dollars. If that because that's not immediately obvious. Not only that, but I know how to get a meal for uh, a good meal for under ten dollars after one a.m. I was about to say, at what time of day? Uh, uh, Well, see, I I saw uh, La Traviata at the Met. Right. Right. To it, and they restored the second intermission uh, the, from the from the original production. So this it didn't get out until like midnight, and my train home boards at te- at two forty. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there is a an incredibly good like Korean restaurant that's only like three blocks away from Penn Station. There is oh. also there is also a kind of like small chain of delis called Essen. 
as mm-hmm. in like yes. the last two. Right, exactly. That have, I like Essence. Those are good places. They yeah. have good choices. Good choices. Good bread. And lots good of meats. kombucha. Yeah. It's, By the it's, way, it's it's I I know that there's no every single block in New York City you can walk to a place with a very very long like ice buffet and steam tray buffet of things to get which is by the way not a thing here in the west coast I mm. didn't realize that that was a thing until I went to the east coast and was actually working there and having to eat there <laughs> that I realized that there're just the food culture it, it's very interesting how subtle the food culture can differ between regions <laughs> it is uh, i'm not sure how san francisco would adapt to the so we say the the farm to uh delicatessen steam no table no, no. san francisco has robots delivering you food because they don't want to play, pay employees okay <laughs> now this is this is the problem with the app culture they're not robots they're paid like robots and you people in san francisco treat them like robots but they are gig workers Okay, they're just trying to no, get by in a robots, really expensive Andy. part of the. No, these are actual robots, and oh. they just put your food in a little cubby, and then your name appears on the screen, and then you go, "Oh, my noodle bowl is here," and then you open the little door and you grab your food and go. And of course, everything that you grabbed is compostable, <laughs> including the food. I mean, you have to guess. <laughs> Now is this is this any different from what what the the historians would refer to as an automat from the 1950s the horn and hard art automat is it human beings who are cooking the food and placing them in these little trays and I actually think I actually think it is a combo of that um I think one of them is actually uh human run and I think one of them is fully robot run because you have to have the full robot restaurant in San Francisco otherwise how would you get your VC funding well, it also, the, uh, San Francisco is a mecca for like wealthy and socially awkward people who are like in that same Venn diagram. It's actually very for, true. For for whom saying hi, I'd like the number three, please, and then like seven minutes later, thank you. That's way too much interaction. That's way too much pressure. Not that not that I argue with them. I I have had those days too where it's like, oh, I hear the mail truck coming. I'm just and I was going to like go out and check for the mail, but I'm just going to stand here behind the door until I hear the the, the mail <laughs> flap open and then close again, and I hear I've that totally little engine go that. by. I've done that on my off days. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really want what Amazon just dropped off, but I don't want like any interaction with the person. <laughs> See, but 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 we should we should point out it's it's more like uh, we would never snub or 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 or, or ghost or frost. Well, okay, we are we are ghosting the mail carrier, but we would never frost out the the mail carrier if we were Sometimes if we happen, to, if, we happen to, if we happen to bump into them. Then yes, but again, given the option A, not yeah. having to have an interaction with the human being, or B, having to have even a minimal react uh, interaction with the human being, particularly when it's like. The mail comes at one and I've been awake for like only like three hours. I literally have not spoken a word to another human being all day. And I don't want to try out my new my new vocalizations so on a on a federal employee. <laughs> he was only of two weeks from retirement. And that awkward, stilted, creepy conversation just made him want to retire and quit. Tromp down his, his mail and his little bag and his little safari hat right then and there. Andy, do you want to tell us about your new yeah, toys? Perhaps I, perhaps I should. <laughs> uh, I've been really, really good on like Black Friday deals. I've not bought anything that I haven't like. I was not on my list of things I need to get for the house or for the office. Uh, I did bite on one thing 
Uh, what Walmart, did you do, Andy? Walmart dropped the bo- price of the Mi Box S, like the latest oh, yeah, version of right. the ch- already pretty cheap, like sixty dollar uh, Android TV box, uh, to forty bucks. And actually, that's that price in the U.S. is still good. You can still order it online, have it delivered, or, or pick it up uh, locally. Uh, and I thought that I, I had been sort of keeping one of the things under consideration for this year was, well, I, I really, really like my my NVIDIA uh, shield and they off and they're they're being discounted. And maybe I'll buy like a second one. For, I like the one in the living room so much. Maybe I'll buy a second one for the bedroom. But even if we're on sale for 120 bucks, it's still kind of overkill. This is 40 bucks for a a 4K HDR, all the modern Dolby a brand like brand new this year's release uh that will give me android tv and essentially the entire the the the, the all the features of chromecast ultra so i can just simply chromecast 4k to it from the thing and uh, i got it home this afternoon it was easiest pie to set up and i spent like the last hour and a half two hours before sitting down to record with you just sort of just you know watching TV and noticing that nothing there's no burps nothing slows there's no slowdowns and things uh, stream mm. very very quickly and everything works perfectly fine. I also mm. couldn't notice couldn't help but notice the fact that apparently uh, the me company is in so much better financial footing than Apple that they can actually afford to give you an HDMI cable with their forty dollar uh, streaming box. Not only that, but there's has a functional USB port. Okay, USB 2, but still a USB port. So if you want to use it for extra storage, I think, or even for uh, hardwired Ethernet, you can do that. And although Apple can't figure out how to put a headphone jack on a phone, the good men and women of the Mi Corporation have figured out how to put an audio jack on the Mi Box. So you can just plug in external. I'm the very, Mi I'm, Corporation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, they still have them for 40 bucks on Walmart. Yeah, I kind of want to buy one because I just realized, see. Andy, I spent $5 more on the new Google Chromecast. And yeah. this one lets you talk to your remote. It, has, <laughs> it runs Android 8.1 and it has the full Google Assistant. So you can do the whole. And so you press just press a little button. It's, it shows me there's a little microphone button. And you just, do you talk into it? Like, do you tell it your hopes and dreams? Tell me a story. <laughs> Sometimes I do that. Yes. You know, sometimes you don't want it to be so quiet. You have the assistant talk. Wow, <laughs> this is like, this is, I think, something I completely forgot exists. I know people kept talking about the NVIDIA Shield and all like the streaming set-top boxes. And I used to be a Roku user myself. Mm-hmm. And then I just do everything from uh, my phone now. But, you know, I'm thinking these days I'm trying to leave my phone like upstairs or, you know, just kind of like be away from it physically for <laughs> a while throughout the day. I've already put a lot of like app limitations on things to kind of like keep me off from social networks. And like now I just want it to not physically be near me, but I need to have it near me if I'm downstairs binging TV because I need it to like, you know, but you are making me, I might end up buying this by the end of the podcast. And I, I don't even shop. I don't even have a Walmart account. I don't think. And I might open one just to buy this. Oh, again, well, you don't don't need to open a Walmart account. I just sort of just click through the, just, just show me the, just take my damn money and give me the darn thing. Okay. Just here's my PayPal account. Just give me the thing I want. Free, free two day (laughs) shipping. We're, we're, We're recording this on Wednesday night. So if it's still, I think I bought, ordered mine two days ago, three days ago, 
And uh, if it's still up here on Wednesday night, maybe it'll still be here by the time you check uh, the Walmart site. Or if, I don't know if they're exclusive, but uh, you, if you go to me.mi.com, uh, that's mi.com, and go to the product page. If you click on the buy button, you do actually go to shop at walmart.com. So maybe it's an exclusive sort of thing. So I'm I'm almost a little. I, I do have a prejudice against Walmart because I I, I associate them where when uh, you need to when you're leaving for a trip tomorrow and you realize that none of your blacks you don't have a black sweater vest that's like presentable enough for this meeting that you want to wear a black sweater vest at to hide your belly because you're wearing a, sh a shirt and a tie and you don't mind that your that the one you buy is going to cost only eleven dollars and it's pretty much water soluble in terms of durability that's where you go you go to walmart it'll look great the one time you wear it it'll look okay but not good the second time you wear it and then you throw it away that's the sort of quality i'm used to so that's why i don't it's not my first go-to target when uh, i'm looking for consumer electronics but i've been look i've been thinking about i've been hearing about and reading about and thinking about the me box the, the new version of it for a while and for 40, 40 bucks, bucks exactly it's only five dollars more it comes with a it comes with a remote and you don't have to like have your phone near you i think that's going to be the big thing i'm going to do next year is i'm gonna i'm gonna get one of these and i you know i've and i've wanted to live with android tv i I'm just living with whatever's on Chromecast, which is honestly the same yeah. experience that I have on the smart displays, and I'm kind of getting bored of it. I want something a little more dynamic, and this one does what? Android apps? Like it has full access to the Google Play Store, like it's and it's easy to set up. I already have, you know, the Shield Android TV, and so it, uh, it the, the setup process was, "Oh, would you like me to basically make this new Android TV like the other Android TV you have?" And it just simply had all the apps already checked. And, okay, great. Yep. Click this button. Please do download everything for me. The only real bummer is that it doesn't do that cool thing that the Apple TV uh, does where if you've signed into Netflix once, it knows how to sign into Netflix for you. So it wasn't able to say, oh, well, you've since you signed into Netflix on your Shield TV, we're just going to ask the Shield TV what was that password and we'll make sure it's still the – uh, it's still, I haven't set up Netflix yet because I, I am determined to not have to do that with an on-screen remote or even with the spoken English remote. I, I will plug in a USB keyboard to type it in because that's just, it's, it's having to type in passwords with a remote control. It's like eating popcorn with no salt and no butter. It's, yeah, it's just, it you can do it and it's okay. You'll get through it and you don't, you shouldn't even complain about it, but it's something that... It's 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 where they found the source of joy in any operation, and they said we can negate all of that, and that, and that's when like oh clever boy you decided you're going to use zeros and ones instead of O's, and you're going to have random capitalization. That's going to be great until you have to do eight keystrokes to get yep. uppercase characters. Yep. <laughs> and let's not forget the symbols. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, don't get me started on the emojis. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> my, my my two hour report on. <laughs> On the on, on the Mi Box is yeah it's, it's I'm very pleased with what came out of the box I'm very pleased with what the setup was I'm very pleased with the video quality the only thing I was concerned about was how responsive is it going to be and will it, like, will it stutter on high definition playback I haven't pl I, I'm gonna before I write oh, I was about thinking it, gonna, about the assistant is the assistant nope gonna assistant, stutter assistant works fine. Um, okay. I haven't uh, before I write about it. I'm going to plug it into my 4K HDR TV to see how that works. Um, it certainly has a lot. Less, it only has, I think, two megabytes. Uh, excuse me, two gigabytes of RAM and uh, eight 
I'm sorry, <laughs> two megabytes of RAM and eight gigabytes of storage. Uh, so it's not as though it's gonna run. Uh, so it's not like you can you can mine Bitcoin with this thing, but it seems adequate <laughs> for the stuff that, given that the Shield TV was designed to be on the level of an Xbox, uh, it actually has the uh, uh, it actually has the uh, same uh, CPU and, and GPU I think as a Nintendo Switch. It's designed to be that powerful to do streaming games and to run games directly on the platform. This is not that thing. It, it's designed so that you could see the the amazing Mrs. Maisel uh, <laughs> and pick up where you left off uh, from the right. kitchen. But yeah, again, forty bucks. It's I, I, I like uh, my favorite my favorite class of technology is the kind where you're kind of on the fence, but the price is like. I don't think I can go wrong. I'm willing to risk 40 bucks on this. And it's, it's a different price for everything. But it's like when it's like, do I really need a tablet computer? And then when Amazon says, okay, here's the fire tablet for like a 10 inch tablet for $170. And actually it's kind of well reviewed. And people think that it's a pretty good thing for the, for the price. It's like, you know what? I'm going to be spending 12 hours on airplanes next week. It is worth my it is worth my risking $160 to see if a color tablet can uh, can uh, have a meaningful role in my life. All right, so that's the Mi Box. Yeah, so Ten we'll bucks. see. I'll, I'll, I'll we'll give updates after because uh, again, keep in mind that I've had two hours of experience. So I want what I'm kind of anticipating every time that I spend what might term be termed a suspiciously low amount of money on a really good device. It's like, okay, we're going to keep this plugged in. We're going to see if we if we're woken up by any urgent noises from smoke alarms or things like that uh so we'll still see what happens um but uh so uh before we go to ad though uh there was <laughs> there was a probably the, I, I really really enjoyed an article on uh, android police last week uh just basically rounding up two different uh google online google graveyards uh, there are two different websites that do nothing but pay tribute to canceled google projects uh i think they've got an entire meadow of remembrance for uh for uh, for messaging apps uh but you can go not to- just a meadow a graveyard a literal <sighs> graveyard a they have and the fun part is that they have guillotines for the ones that are about to die <laughs> Well, there, oh, there, there, there are a couple. At the right there are a couple. There's the there, there are two. There's the Google Cemetery at gcemetery.co. Okay. And we'll have and we'll have the links for you on, Sorry. on the, the relay.fm slash material. That's Flo's fault. Yeah, Wait, this so, is a different so it ha- one. So it has the more adorable user interface. But then there's the oh, those uh, are headstones though. Then there's the <laughs> supposed to be headstones. There's the killed by Google side, killed by Google dot com, right. which the is one I was which is more of an informational resource because it does have that handy uh, icons of uh, when things are basically scheduled to be it's axed. Basically, and a journalist's. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's I, I can't Helper. Tell, I, I've so that that's so useful to someone in our business that I've actually dragged that into the bookmark bookmarks bar because there are times when I have yep. to figure out glass OS. Is it still a thing on some level or oh, no, it says it was killed in 2017. Like, OK, well, can I talk about uh, is it uh, and now we know the inbox by Gmail, March 2019, the Google search appliance uh, next to die in 18 days, uh, the Google URL shortener, Google. I can't believe the Google Allo is still uh, a, a still thing. It doesn't expire for another four months. It's yeah. Uh, so they got the, unless there's some sort of data breach I didn't know about. And then it's <laughs> yep. definitely the death. The death day will be moved up. 
Yes, we got that. So killed, got, killed by Google has 160 different products and services and whatever. Uh, and yeah, speaking speaking of that, uh, we ha- they had to update the tombstone for Google Plus uh, because uh, was <laughs> they are going to turn. Google has decided because there is a second massive data leak of, of user data, uh, they are going to kill off Google Plus four months earlier than they thought they were going to, uh, which is going to be April. So. Uh, you now have only until April to do nothing about your Google Plus account because you basically posted two little quips after you got Google Plus just so you could make sure that your identity was uh, was represented there. Uh, so no one, your cousin who has the same name as you would not take the same one. I don't even know if I have any cousins on Google Plus, honestly. I should probably so get, I should people. probably hit Google Plus just to see what's there. I I do I do remember <laughs> that I was try, I was testing there there's I've got like maybe 6000 words of content on every single social media and or blogging platform only by virtue of the fact that that's how long it, t- it takes me to, that's how many posts it takes me to dis- to learn enough about it that I can have opinions on it and write about it. So there's probably like Three posts a day for like eight days, and then one post three months later, and then that's it. Goodbye, Allo. Allo. Shall we're, we? Were we, we supposed uh, before they shut it down? Can they give us a definitive? Are we supposed to use the horrible uh, American French accent or the horrible American English uh, like Cockney accent? It's the, it's the we, English Cockney one. Or are we? Yeah, yeah, it's that one. Yeah. Which, which is it's which? That one. Which more encapsulates to the world the annoying bolus factor of Americans uh, who think that they can speak like foreigners? I'm just not sure. Cockney. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we make us some money? Let's make some money. This episode of Material is brought to you by our brilliant friends over at Pingdom. Pingdom are brilliant because they help keep your sites and the sites you love online. Pingdom monitors your site so you don't have to. And it gives you real-time feedback so you know exactly what's going on at all times. The internet is awesome. But stuff does break all the time. Pingdom detects around 13 million outages every month. That's more than 400,000 outages a day. Doesn't matter if you're a startup or a Fortune 500 company, you need alerts about any critical website issues. They'll let you customize how you are alerted depending on the severity of an outage, plus they'll track and analyze your website's load time. So you can see exactly what's affecting the user experience. If you have a site of any size, you need Pingdom. And Pingdom has a no-fuss approach to getting started. All they need is the URL that you want to monitor, and they will take care of the rest. So go to pingdom.com slash RelayFM right now for a 14-day free trial with no credit card required. Then when you sign up, use the code MATERIAL at checkout to get a huge 30% off your first invoice. Our sincere thanks to Pingdom for their support of this show and the RelayFM network. Okay, well, uh, no matter what, what no matter what kind of a, a week you've had... Uh... It's, okay, it's, I'm gearing up for this. Here one. we go. Get, get hydrated. This is because uh, uh, Mr. Pichai, Mr. Sundar Pichai, uh, someone told him that, hey, at, con- at Congress of the House Judiciary, we've got an empty, there's an empty chair for you. And because it was, it was covered all over the place the last time that they wanted to talk to titans of social media and the new uh, information superhighway. And notably, uh, the Google chairs were placarded, but vacant and so by the way dear listener you can't see but i am rolling my eyes a ton (laughs) 
he had he had his kids big soccer game and he'd already like canceled twice is are you going to look into that little girl's eyes sundar says and say i'm sorry i have to talk to a whole bunch of 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 uh, of congress people who want to know about the stranglehold that my corporation has on the personal information and the communications infrastructure of not just the country but the entire world i don't think so maybe you can wipe her tears but no, he didn't. He didn't say that. I don't think. I don't By the way, can I just set the stage for us going into this? Please. That Sundar Pichai is an immigrant. They got the and job he went done. Up, he went up against a committee of people who believe that he should not be in this country. Yes, he was whatsoever. also. He, he was also. I think from. I, I think I'm safe to say from the perspective of a great number of the elected officials there, he was annoyingly brown. <laughs> Well, he was also very poised. And I would yes. say, like, in terms of, I know we haven't even explained what's happening and I'm, I'm already sorry. going in with the analysis. Let's, let's, no, let's, let's, I'm sorry. Let's, I jumped yeah. ahead. Well, well, no, because it's 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 exciting. Uh, well, let's, let's set the stage. Let okay. me set the stage Please, very again. quickly. I, I, I so I just your stage want, setting. Well, yeah, I just want to I just want everybody to imagine. So I was really into this particular hearing because I am just like a huge fan of Sundar Pichai as a person because I just um, as an executive, I just find him to be I think that he did a lot of really great things for Android, you know, both for me, a fan and a person who has covered this perspective. And so I was watching him and his expressions and he was very poised and very humble. And it's a very different He's a very different executive than some of the other executives in Silicon Valley, which is good for Google to put that face forward. But just compare him to Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. There was definitely less sweat surrounding Sudar Pichai's chair than there was when Zuckerberg was in the same chair. All right. Now I've set the stage. So imagine a humble man in a he wore um, a navy blue suit. So not black, not brown. He wore a a very dark navy blue suit, very chic. Showing his liberal bias before he even opened his mouth. With the navy blue suit. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's the, Probably it's the, very it's well the tailored. It's the holiday times. <laughs> if there's any time of year where it's easy to find a red suit, he could have he could have gotten his hands on a red suit. I think Sinar Pachai will look great in a red suit. Just for what it's worth, more men need to wear red suits because... That's, that's a good point. More men need to wear color. But anyway... That's not what okay, we're talking again, we're about. Okay, again, we're not getting it. So, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so Sundar came to speak all alone to the House Judiciary Committee. They spoke, we spoke to him for three hours. There were no other people at the table to lighten the load or take oh some of the God. heat. Oh, my God. And uh, it, was, it was disappointing. I've, I've only, I'm nearly done looking at all the testimony. I've had to sort of, like, parcel it out since yesterday. Uh, and because maybe you could have predicted that most of it was going to be uh, throwing political snowballs uh, wrapped around other darker, muddier colored objects at each other. Uh, and so a lot. So dirty most, snowballs. Yes. Dirty, smelly, it's the stinky, snowballs you make with the really bad snow, you know, it's, it's, the snow that's around the cars and stuff. It's when you've absolutely had it with that other group of kids and you start exactly. reaching and you stop packing snowballs and you start reaching for those like hunks of like ice that the snow plows pulled up like four days ago. And they've just anyway. Uh, so uh, it's it started off OK. 
uh, House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy, uh, part of his opening comments, I'm quoting uh, CNN here, uh, and, uh, all of these topics, competition, censorship, bias, and others, point to one fundamental question that demands the nation's attention. Uh, and this is Kevin McCarthy saying, are America's technology companies serving as instruments of freedom or instruments of control? Uh, McCarthy added, the free world depends on a free internet. We need to know that Google is on the side of the free world and that it will provide its services free of anti-competitive behavior, political bias, and censorship. And I'm going to assume that what you're, the gesture you're making with your hand, you legitimately are just untangling your, your headset wire. Uh, it could be misinterpreted by if someone was watching you on Slack that you're making another gesture, uh, but that's neither here nor there. Oh no no no! <laughs> I, well, I was I was I'm actually playing with a pokeball for okay. those. Uh, there's a Pokemon in here, a little digital. One. I'm sorry, I, I, I was distracted by I, again. I saw a gesture that again. It well, doesn't I'm playing look... with it because I'm sitting here just seething. Okay, <laughs> keep going. So, but I'm trying so, to calm but, myself. but but those, those are but those are good opening comments because I would have liked to. Yeah. The, the, the great thing is that you got. Three hours in which this is, if you're going to make a list of uh, the, let's call it the 30 most powerful people in the world that you could think of off, off the top of your head, the most powerful people you don't, they make it very sure that you don't know their names. But let's say that, and now you've got three hours to ask this person anything, and he controls one of the most powerful engines for good and the opposite of good that exists in technology to make sure that you make your desires known to him and figure out where the company's head is at regarding their responsibilities, given their incredible size and, and uh, the, the amount of control they have, the amount of eyes they have on human behavior. Uh, and so, yes, let's talk about, uh, let's talk, let's have a, an antitrust conversation saying that why, uh, why are you not in an antitrust situation regarding uh, digital advertising? And uh, why are you a good, st why are you a good steward for pe people's personal information? And is it, uh, are, is it really, really dumb that uh, our default setting for everything is that a big tech company like Google gets access to your information, my information, unless I specifically tell you not to, shouldn't you have to ask me and then uh, I opt in? Uh, things like this, but uh, let's let's get the let's get the the, the wacky uh, sound bites. Uh, of course, uh, the Republicans wanted to uh, get their quotes in uh, for uh, for the evening new local evening news about how uh, about how Google search results. Everyone that's inside of Google, they're all liberals, and they all skew the news and they skew the search results to make Republicans look bad and never say any of the positive things about the president or uh, or Republican leadership. Uh, Democrats. Uh, 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 basically uh, did the same amount of, uh, of bedwetting about uh, talking about basically using this as a way to insist that, well, everyone uh, see why the Republicans are getting such bad news because they're bad people that they all their news stories are bad things. Uh, there is. Uh, <laughs> there is, uh, so uh, Republicans, one of the first things they were talking about, uh, Rep uh, Representative Lamar Smith said there is, quote, politi political bias baked into, unquote, Google's culture. Uh, Steve Chabot, a Republican from Ohio, said he needed, to, he needed to go to the third or fourth page of search results to find positive coverage. Get this. I, I have to go to the third or fourth page of search results to find positive coverage of the bill the Republicans introduced last year to repeal the Affordable Care Act. Can you imagine? 
that it took most of the most of the coverage is about about to take away the insurance of people who desperately need insurance and replace it with nothing that's people are talking negatively again what what more of a smoking gun do you need but they're liberals so it's more like a what smoking avocado because i i don't know andy i did today get in my email a promo from google one offering me six months of the failing new york times for free (laughs) So clearly it'd only be offering me that if it were in cahoots. They would not have to give away the paper if they were presenting a point of view that real America was reacting to. Um, so now, so now let's, let's go to, uh, oh, Chabot ended, uh, you, you have to go deep into the search results. I know Google's attitude, quote, the algorithm made us do it, unquote, but I don't know that I buy that. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> So uh, the uh, the stepping on a rake moment that everyone is uh, everyone was probably quoting uh, yesterday came courtesy of uh, Representative Steve King of Iowa, uh, famous mostly for making super racist comments. Uh, so much so that even Republican fundraisers are having trouble finding ways to get him money. Uh, he told the heartbreaking story about how his granddaughter, right before the midterm elections, was playing a game on her iPhone that showed a picture of him with unflattering comments. Uh, oh, now, I never. And then the uh, representative King asked Pichai, quote, how does that show up on a seven-year-old's iPhone who's playing a kid's game? And then he held up an iPhone and then... I then Sundar Pichai waited the appropriate comedic beat and said, Congressman, iPhone is made by a different company. And there was good laughter at his expense. Um, Representative Zoe Lofgren, Demo- uh, Democrat from San Jose, uh, really, really carpeted the ground for his uh, constituent there, uh, asking him, and also, again, let's see if we can score points against the Republicans while also making sure that one of our, that a San Jose company is, is uh, or adjacent company is, uh, very, is very, very happy. Uh, he said, now I want you to, I've just Googled, uh, uh, I've just Googled the word idiot and see everyone cameras. You got this. The Google search results turn up lots of pictures of Donald Trump. Why is that? Hold for pictures. And uh, Pichai went into uh, a, a, basically a paragraph or two roughly explaining how the algorithms work, about how it's really a human's hands-off sort of thing. It goes into a lot of factors, like not just how many people are <laughs> talking about this, but also where it's being talked about, how widespread the velocity uh, and- by the way, if you go to Google and Google idiot, the top story is now Google <laughs> hearing sees idiot trending. Yes. <laughs> also, if you Google the word idiot, a picture of Donald Trump comes up. Yes. So just mentioning it has further put it into the world and like manifested itself into, as we said earlier, a giant dirty snowball. Yeah. The, it's, it's, yeah, the, the, the Streisand effect. Um, uh, so the, uh, interesting quote for people who are interested in the search technology, uh, uh, basically what he was saying is that, well, the reason why that happens is because lots of people te- seem to be putting the word idiot next to or nearby the word Trump. Uh, here's a quote. Last year, we served over 3 trillion searches. Just as a fact, every single day, 15% of the searches Google sees, we have never seen them before. Uh, so this is working at scale. We don't manually intervene on any particular search result, which let's be fair. I don't think it's physically possible. Right. And so right? It, I, I thought that uh, just broadly, I thought that was an interesting statistic that 15% of searches are brand new to the algorithm that has never seen the search before. 
I would not have guessed that. Uh, but and, and that's a thing, by the way, that we need to really keep in mind as we are talking about AI and the development of these like art of this artificial intelligence that this stuff is learning on its own because people are using it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, keep going. No, no. <laughs> I told Andy I was going to be at the peanut gallery today, no, so no, he's no. just going to talk, and I'm just going to like, because I told him I had made notes. Like, Andy, I'm just going to shout from behind. It's going to be like, it's going to be like church. Like, he's going to tell you all what's going on, and I'm just going to be like, oh, Jesus no. hands. <laughs> exactly. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Cleanse the Lord. Actually, no. This is me praying for God to deliver us from, <laughs> from silliness. Uh, and waste of our time. Anyway, keep going. There's so there I mean this is so good that really <laughs> we're 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 keeping you audience entertained. Yeah, it's I mean they're, they're, <laughs> at they're, the expense of others. I mean, Grant's uh, Grant's standing is fun and also unfortunately they didn't ask them they didn't ask Google enough hard questions to spend we'll we'll, we'll get to more stuff after that but just to, more as a demonstration of how like even the democrats were using this as, as an excuse to just get some really good quotes <sighs> basically throwing spitballs political theater uh so <laughs> representative ted lou ted lou uh democrat from la county <laughs> he's again this is him like you know I, i've just googled the house majority whip steve scalise a re republican from from louise Anna. And look, I've got a whole page of positive articles here, uh, including many from conservative sources. Uh, and now <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to quote Business Insider, uh, <laughs> uh, noting that the first few articles about Scalise were favorable to him and included those from conservative media outlets. Lou ad asked Pichai whether people at Google were manipulating those results to favor Scalise. Uh, and you don't have quote you don't have it so you don't have a group of people at Google sitting there thinking hey we like Steve Scalise we're going to generate positive articles on these search results he said that's not what's happening right Pichai said no adding we don't deal with individual queries and with any viewpoint but then you pivoted <laughs> this is this is grade A junior high school stuff <laughs> then Lou pivoted, pivoted. I've got receipts. <laughs> Pulling out his smartphone for a Google search in real time and entering Representative King's name. Representative King, who was sitting across the room on the powerful house panel, became visibly perturbed. I'm going to change one word. I'm So I'm going to search for, quote, Congressman Steve King, unquote. I'm going to hit the news tab, Lou said. First article that pops up is from ABC News. It says, quote, and for the record, now read into the congressional record. Yeah. Steve King, quote, Steve King's racist immigration talk prompts calls for congressional censure unquote that's a negative article but you don't have a group of people at, now just to make sure just as a, a blind example but you don't have a group of people at google sitting there thinking and trying to modify search results every time steve king comes up a negative article appears that's not what's happening right so let me conclude here by stating the obvious. Lou responded, if you want positive search results, do positive things. If you don't want negative search results, don't do negative things. And to some of my colleagues across the aisle, if you're getting bad press articles and bad search results, don't blame Google or Facebook or Twitter. Consider blaming yourself. Dang, you laid that smack down. <laughs> and now we get, um, we get the animated animated uh, gif of, of teens reacting to a swift burn on a loop. <laughs> I mean, we'll absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You know, it's also... Here's the other thing, though. 
which is not going to actually work in in Representative uh, Lou's favor, is that if he was logged in with his Google account, that algorithm was taking into account all of his past search <laughs> and like his activity on on uh, his Google account and taking that into account. So really, that just says more about the sources that he sources information from than it does about. And the thing is, is I'm pointing this out because it's just ludicrous to think that this is these this is how technology is being judged by the government. <laughs> it's like this is not at all how technology works. And it just shows how ill-equipped these people are to talk about it and to be able to talk about it on record and to be able to bring like meaning to it. And it's just very frustrating as a person who is very pro-tech and who has been in this bubble for so long and understands like, anyway, I feel like we have a little bit more, so I'm definitely ranting a little soon, but. Yeah. I mean, it's. I have to let off a little steam. Yeah. And it's because it's, it's going to get worse. I'm I, I'm 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 hopefully absolving us for even talking about like these these the, these snowballs by explaining that we're I I we're talking about it only to say only to complain that they did not spend as much time talking about really important issues as they could have mostly on. That's just why scoring, we're complaining. Scoring, if if exactly, that just to clarify for everybody, that's yeah. why we're complaining because it's. A huge mockery has been made of this whole thing, and it sucks because you yeah. want your government to be able to ask the right questions, to be able to take you into accountable as the citizen, as the persons that voted for you, supposedly, <laughs> depending <laughs> where you live. And it's frustrating Sorry, because- Wisconsin, I, Michigan, North Carolina, <laughs> parts of Florida. It, it's frustrating because I do, and we are going to get to this in a bit. So actually, let's get to it Okay. because so, this is why we're frustrated. Yeah, um, because uh, it was a good- well, there's a whole bunch of issues that we really need to start exploring if uh, before we can start resolving them, including how social networks are being used to manipulate us, manipulating the voting voting process, not just from political parties within, but from foreign governments uh, who want to and try to create a sort of Russian effect. developers who are making money to do things they don't care about, which yeah. is actually ruining our democracy. Yes, that's no that too. Uh, so and so, like they, uh, one one congressperson was asking about uh, the use of social networks and what how how can we secure social networks? How can we make sure that the integrity of conversation is held? And he parried a uh, parried off that one. I think uh, I don't have it in the notes, but I remember him talking about. Well, we're not really a social net. We don't in the social network business. Okay, no no spit Sherlock because you're getting rid of Google Plus. If you you could be in it if you if you knew how to do it, but you didn't. But nonetheless, that that doesn't change the fact that like the YouTube and its comments boards are a social network and it's a way of people distributing misinformation and propaganda uh, and then promoting it uh, all the way across the internet. So that's a little glib for him to say, well, we're not technically in, we're not really in that business at all. Uh, they didn't take talk much about, again, guarantees of user privacy. They didn't talk about uh, data mining. Uh, they didn't talk about expectations that people have of privacy. Uh, Pichai said that, oh, I think that, I think that our users, I'm paraphrasing here, I think our users pretty much expect that uh, their Android phones are tracking them. Uh, 
And so not a whole lot really got discussed. He, they did. That's because of us. Thank you very much. Yeah. That's because of the media, because we let people know what's going on. <laughs> yep. Shout out to us. Yeah. And it, of course, it, it, there should have been a long discussion about antitrust, like like we talked about before, but that really didn't. That's not those. That, not that these words didn't appear in the transcript, but it's not the conversation. They're like, a, it's not like a. They, they really did talk, uh, give them, uh, give Pichai a good grilling about Dragonfly. Uh, and I'm, I'm talking about the sort of thing where when you realize that you're, that the CEO has just given you weasel language instead of an answer, you keep repeating the question until he feels embarrassed about repeating the same weasel words. Uh, so he basically, for instance, he said that, uh, well, he held the same public statement that he's always said that there are no current plans to release a search engine for China. Uh, but which means that it doesn't. Uh, so basically, you're you can deny that there is a target date and a contract in place. It doesn't mean that you don't have. I mean, define what plans are. Uh, so okay. Uh, but again, they kept after him, and uh, he gave a little bit more uh, more uh, broad quote, saying, uh, according to Business Insider, quote: We have explored what search could look like if it were to be launched in a country like China. That's what we explored. Pichai said at one point. That's uh, still. And so they asked, like, uh, we've so well, how many? So how many engine? Well, we have some engineers looking at it, and then they was asked. Is it ten? Is it a hundred? Is it a thousand? And he answered, "The thumb, the number of engineers in the project have varied over time. At one point, we had over a hundred people working on it. Is my understanding." Uh, and there was later on a little bit saying that you don't get to say you don't know. You're the CEO, and also you knew you've known for a long time that you were going to be talking to Congress for three hours. So you should have at least a piece of paper in front of you that has numbers you can refer to. Uh, he was directly asked is if Google is discussing the project with China. Pichai said, no, it is entirely internal at this time. Okay. So that is discussing the project with China. That is close enough to an exact statement that if he were in negotiations with here are the conditions under which we would be allowed to release a search product in China, that would bite him in the butt real. That that would be almost you got to step down. Even if you're not going to be held in contempt, you're going to have to step down because you didn't you don't get to say <laughs> to 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 and to a country that has just been that just this week been found to have uh hacked into Marriott's uh, reservations database and downloaded oh, 500 right. million records not for credit card information but yeah. to get an idea of what defense contractors and people who secure what where are they where are they moving around to and where are where where have they been staying in the past two or three years because Marriott is the one of the biggest uh providers of hotel rooms to people who work for the government so so you don't get to lie about your company's dealings with Google. You don't get to do that if you are a ball bearing manufacturer. You certainly don't get to do it if you're Google. So hopefully that means that no, there isn't a contract under the works for China. But he certainly wouldn't rule out uh, one day being uh, being part of the Chinese market. Uh, Representative David Chichelin, Democrat from Rhode Island, uh, quote, will you, Mr. Pichai, rule out launching a tool for surveillance and censorship in China while you are CEO of Google? Pichai, Congressman, and once again, I have to use the standing on a platform with a flag uh -huh. as, a, as, a, as American Eagle perches on a statue behind me. Right. Congressman, 
I commit to engaging. One of the things that's important to us as a company, we have a stated mission of providing users with information. And so we always think it's in our duty to explore possibilities to give users access to information. I have a commitment, but as I've said earlier on this, we'll be very thoughtful and we'll engage wide as we make progress. Can I just say how much I appreciate that uh, Pachai was way more prepared for this entire <laughs> yep. thing than I think Zuckerberg has ever been. <laughs> so, I know I'm ragging a lot on Zuckerberg, <laughs> but it's just because I, because I, I watched this. Well, I really, I didn't watch it live. I actually watched it through pictures and <laughs> through the reporting of others, but just uh, I saw pictures coming out. I just saw a very composed man who was just like, yeah. I practiced all of this. I know exactly what I'm saying. And I am, I am going to say it in a way that it comes across as an absolute conviction. And so when something, when a non-answer comes across as an absolute conviction, it's sometimes hard, just it, like the psychology of it. It's hard for you to say crap. Like <laughs> it, it's, it's a stalwart, right? It's just, it's like, you're both it's like two people pushing against each other, trying to like get the other to say something. And it's, I don't know. It's, it, it was uh, some very, it, it was some amazing mental gymnastics is really what yeah, I mean to say. And it, it shows a certain amount of respect that you did come prepared and that you did come with a certain, and I a certain like basic that. Respect. Even yeah. if I'm not happy with the results, right. I like that. As, as opposed to Zuckerberg, who I think like when he when when he was sworn in, his response was no. So help you, God. I don't think he was yeah, just well, so. But... Why my I I'm here. To, my my brain power is designed to be to be put on inventing the future as my T-shirt. So we plainly you don't want conveys. people like that. Yeah, you really was... don't. You want people who like come across with humility because also those people make really good leaders because they because again those convictions are super strong and when you have strong convictions. And every, if you, if, so those of you listening, if you go back and read like some of the quotes that came out from this congressional hearing, the things that, uh, Sundar Pichai said were just so like detailed and so well-worded in kind of like that, that way that you just go, dang, yeah, he's and, really smart. And also, <laughs> you know, you, you know the, the, the reason why CEOs at that level have private, excuse me, at that level, not at the CEO yeah. level of like stupid little banks. The reason why they have private planes is not because because I'm the CEO and I deserve luxury. It's because their time is every minute of every day is so valuable to the CEO that if you can save six minutes every week by having a private plane instead of charging and having it gassed up and ready to go at any moment, that is worth millions of dollars that particular week at minimum uh, yeah. so the so the fact that he clearly spent so much time preparing for this testimony that took meeting time away from all kinds of stuff where a ceo's input and ears uh, were very much needed so we're not we're, i don't think we're praising him but at least we're saying that we i, I respect the fact that he showed the proper amount of deference and respect uh, for where because he was headed yeah. and, and what and the question they were going to ask him. Also realize that this isn't like other requests from Congress where if Congress sends you a letter, you can fudge. You, you're not going to lie, but you can fudge a little bit because uh, you're not required to tell the truth. But this, is, this was sworn. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Sundar Pichai was sworn uh, uh, before this session. So basically, if he lies during this, that's the start of a real. Because it's, it's on oath. 
Yeah. This he's is a, like he's super under, he's, on oath. He's under oath, so it's not like he's going to be thrown into the slammer. Like this but. is going to be put on microfiche for future generations. I still believe microfiche will exist by that, by the way. Okay. Yeah. I see. I don't, I, that's, I, I like the, I like the, the, the two real thing. I can never get the X Y accent. Well, but we're 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 just we're disrupting ourselves from important stuff here. Um, but yeah, so I, I really wish it were more. To meaty. be fair, it was a three-hour hearing. That's true. Again, and I'm only I'm <laughs> there's only a about, lot that happened I'm, in those three hours. I'm talking about it on Friday on the radio, and I still have to go through at least an hour of material here because, like, of course, like Tuesday night, I read as much coverage as I could. That's why I'm quoting from so much coverage here. Uh, but I also like started the process of like, and just line after line after line. And a congressional committee hearing is as boring because everyone's got their like 22 second thing that they hope will make some sort of, of BuzzFeed list. Right. And then once they've said that thing that they rehearsed with their staff, they're kind of like sitting back and waiting for waiting for fresh but, water. But wait, Andy, this is a great segue into this next little line on our notes, which is from Wired. And I'm I'm assuming you're referring to that. Um, yeah, go ahead and tell us. Andy, yeah, I'm, I think. I'm just I, I, I single this one out because, again, they're just not a lot of stuff that was really, really important to talk about barely got talked about. Uh, I'm uh, So I'm, I'm uh, giving a shout out to Representative Karen Handel, uh, re uh, Republican of Georgia. Asked Peach, I'm quoting the Wire article here, if uh, he thinks there are any categories of data that users should have to opt into to have collected, meaning that no, it's not a default by any by any chance that you have to you don't you don't it's not opt out if you don't like it. It's no, you have to get special permission. Uh, quote, uh, quoting Wired, Peach, I sidestepped Handel's question. Quote. I think a framework for privacy where users have a sense of transparency, control, and choice, and a clear understanding of the choices they need to make is very good for consumers, which is not really an answer uh, and didn't really address the idea of it's essentially what he's saying is that no, we think that we should be able to tell take anything from anybody so long as there's a page somewhere on Google where people can see the things that the information we're getting from them and turn off things or delete things if they so choose, as opposed to interrupting the flow of data to Google to have to say, well, uh, uh, oh, look, the, the taps have been turned off. We have to ask the user to turn them back on again because the certificate that they gave us uh, uh, for two weeks expired today. And so if they want to, if they want to still get this feature, they're going to have to once again reaffirm that they want uh, to be tracked in this fashion. Remember that this was this was the company that tried to make the statement that, just because we have this big, fat, friendly, colorful material design button that says location that can be turned on and off, we think people understand that if you have that turned off, it still means we can track your location. Yeah, no, that's 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 the sort of that's stuff when you're not works. under oath. That's 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 bad. So, <sighs> uh, so I, I'm I'm glad these conversations are being had. Uh, yeah, there are people who absolutely don't understand the questions that they're asking, but there are people that do, and they're also uh, all the people who look like they're kind of dumb. There, they have staffers who are responsible for briefing them, and with maybe one or two notable exceptions, uh, most people in a public-facing role in politics, when someone when they realize there's something they don't know much about, they listen to other people who know who spent the entire two or three days researching something to summarize it in a page and a half, and they will read that page and a half and ask follow-up questions. So. I was going to say, or they listen to. <laughs> yeah, listen to our podcast. <laughs> okay, person. that's fine too. Take our advice and our opinions. We want to have that kind of power without the fundraising. If I, if I, if if we could if we could get that kind of thing going on, where we could have political power without 
ever, ever having to be in a church basement or, or be in Iowa eating a corn dog in front of cameras or have to talk to some energy magnate, whether it's an oil magnate or a solar magnate, because they're all magnates and they all, they, they, no, no matter where the power is coming from, they want the power to flow into them and not into the, not into the people and say, hi, your $10,000 check was great. Can you send us a $3 million check next time? Yeah. So I've, I would much rather be able to do that without having to raise money. <sighs> So what do you think? So much. What do I think? I think this whole thing was political theater for the most part. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I but then you ended on the note of you're glad that this conversation is started. And that made me think, well, Andy probably has a point. I should try and be a little more optimistic and positive about this outcome. Uh, I'm not super positive about it just because I'm really frustrated. I want something I want tech companies to be held accountable for the things they're doing with tech because we desperately need that in this day and age because hello people we've got ai now we've got ai and robots and those things are coming into the fold and cars are being tested to be on the road they're not available yet you can't buy them yet but these things are being tested which means in the next 10 to 20 years we need to have some sort of uh, some sort of uh, foundation in place to ensure that we are protected as people who are cohabiting with these things. And it's frustrating because so much of the current political climate is coming into play here. And like the only reason that I felt that this hearing was being held is because primarily there were a bunch of people who were not happy about the search. Like they were using, oh, well, these search results about me are bad. Why? As sort of the crux for this is why you're here, which is just, it's like, that's the stuff that's going to get reported on, not the stuff that matters. I don't know how many people are aware that, I don't know how many people are aware about what this technology is being used for outside of our bubble. They know they know they know that Google's a search engine and that it there's an algorithm that's like common in pop culture that's a common like understanding of how Google works and so people could wonder like oh I wonder if my search engine has a bias but they're not thinking about the other stuff that we're worried about yeah immediately owner ownership of your data awareness of how that data is being used how it's being turned into products and those products can be used against you. I hate, I just absolutely am disgusted by the thought that there are people who are interviewing for jobs right now that don't know that they're this company, once they've cleared the first hurdle or two, they're, they, this company's HR department contracts out to a company that promises via phony baloney science that, hey, we, we're, we can pull all of this online marketing data to develop a perfectly accurate personality profile and picture of how well this person will do. And of course, it's about as accurate as a polygraph test. And because it's numbers and because there are Which graphs. Which to say not fully exactly, accurate. Exactly. Because, hey, look, it's num- it's needles twitching and there's somebody in glasses. Yeah. So, That's why they use paternity tests on that show, actually. That's why they did the full blood <laughs> Because that is more accurate than a polygraph. Anyway. <laughs> I don't want to speak for Maury. I, I haven't watched him since. What is I actually have a lot of respect for Maury and he has a very oh, great so marriage with Connie Chung. I can't even. I can't even. Uh, no, I mean, I have respect for him as a husband of Connie Chung. Okay, husband, but anyway. Right. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, but, but but yeah, the the the, the thing that gives that uh, that gives me hope is knowing that 
a lot of this is a true bipartisan issue that there were Republicans who were asking some of these important questions as well as Democrats. Again, yeah. once they got past the snowball fight, once they got the ice out of their underwear and out of their snow pants, because there are issues about privacy, about, again, attacks upon our nation through our digital infrastructure and our social media infrastructure that are concerned to everybody. And because uh, the this Apple and Google and Facebook and all these other large companies, they have enough money to wield political power, meaning to write checks to people that they think were going to be helpful to them. But they're not yes. as well organized as, for instance, the energy lobby uh, or the gun lobby. And oh not... no, because they haven't been around as long either. Exactly. So they don't. They don't. <laughs> they 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 have not. They have not. They've not been around long enough to get the to get that. Their money is too new. That exactly. they only those other ones only like old money. Yeah. When you're playing with new money, it's, uh, you know. Yeah, they're getting, yeah, they're getting, um, so, uh, but but uh, as the, the bottom line about all of this is that it's scary to realize the truth that we've tried no regulation whatsoever, and it turns out that that's not working out for us. So the idea of having, trusting, trusting corporations to simply do good <laughs> and not abuse the power that uh, we have given them uh, because how can we possibly understand this machine of which we're only being shown one tenth of one percent? We are just our, our trust level is now that 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 amount of time is over. Uh, just like there was a, there was a time when uh, when uh, uh, there was a time when there were no labor laws and corporations could say, you know, I think that we offer wonderful services to eight year olds and nine year olds who have feel a sense of. American responsibility to their parents to pull coal out of their out of the ground with their tiny little hands. And we feel as though they should have the right to decide to take those risks if they want to. And we would not see you don't realize it costs us money to hire and 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 train. We would not let people die needlessly in a coal mine if we if for for needlessly it's just trust us that we are not very, we're never going to let people come to harm and we don't need to have labor laws and we don't need to have uh, child welfare laws and we don't need to have inspection and we don't need to have OSHA and and we need to have the ability to shoot union organizers because they're just going to interfere with the safety of our workers. Trust us. Aren't we making lots and lots of money? Look, we built you a library. We built you the Carnegie Institute here. Doesn't that make us good citizens? And meanwhile, at the back of the factory, bodies are being held, shoved out in trucks. And at some point, we say that, no, it is time to regulate. Whereas there, is moder there needs to be moderation in all things, including regulation. But at some point, you say that this thing has become way too big, if not way too profitable, to allow this industry to regulate itself. And every single new piece of news we get about uh, foreign intelligence operations that we've that we've heard of gets you more and more concerned about what happens to infrastructure when a company like Marriott can simply say, we have your personal private information and there are no rules about how we have to manage it. We can just put it on a, on a zip drive uh, that we keep next to a, keep in a, in a bathroom stall at a bus terminal. It's perfectly fine. And realizing that now it's not just about having to, oh, darn the luck. I'm going to have to go through my credit card statement and invalidate these any purchases and have a new – you know how hard it is to, get, to be without your credit card for two days while they send a new one? No, now it's a national security issue. And all because Marriott can put something on an unsecured server in an unencrypted database if they want to, because there's no regulation saying that personal information has to be t taken seriously and protected. So 
I also want to, I'm, my closing thoughts on this are, I just want to thank the people in the government who are looking out for our interests. And I, you know, I'm going to go out on a positive note from this. Thanks to Andy to kind of help me see the (laughs) upside of this. And I was thinking, you know, Andy, that, uh, this is just the beginning. This is just, as we were setting the stage earlier in the podcast, this is just setting the stage for what 2019 is really going to be about. And uh, I have a feeling 2019 is <laughs> going to be a big year in the government for Silicon Valley. So maybe I should start booking tickets to Washington, D.C. <laughs> to yep. attend these things in person. I'm saying that the the youth of the incoming class of congressional freshmen is a really, really good sign. The diversity of the incoming class of freshmen is a really, really good sign. The amount of people the, the, and also the amount of I don't give half a crap <laughs> of, yep. of the of and of, uh, about anything but things that are important to my constituents. That it's I'm not here for a lobbying job when I get out. I'm not here to uh, to maybe have Daddy tell me that he loves me finally or he approves of where I've taken my life. Uh, it's I'm here. I'm here to kick ass. I'm here because I've I fought. I got I I spent an entire election cycle getting the basically having white men beating the crap out of me in every single every kind of abuse in every single venue but didn't work and now I'm here and now I'm determined that they will not win uh that I, I as a as a white guy myself I'm, I I don't think I've done a whole lot to set back progress in Congress but you know what I'm talking about this is there the number anyway uh let's let's, let's Andy end. and I'll be here to guide you through it uh, exactly next year. we sometimes we don't find the words either because we are I am very very tired of having bad news I'm very very tired of having to write about bad news uh and I'm even I'm starting to get exhausted when I'm trying to explain to people what uh, is important and why there is hope if we just simply stay awake stay aware uh, and keep our focus not on the person who innocently enough referred to an iPhone when he should have said Android phone, when he probably meant Android phone. It's just an, I, the word iPhone is a very popular word. And now it's getting every single clip and every single, aha, this is old. People doesn't even understand it. Google doesn't make iPhones. Let's keep focused on the things that are important. Okay, I, I admit I, I was a part of that. <laughs> But, it was, it know, was just so, I know it's just so sad. It's it's like it's, it's like just, when, it's just when you're on Twitter and everybody yeah, else is and, doing it, and you're just like sitting in your house yelling at nobody because you, you know this and, is how you and process you, things. And it's, you turn and you turn on Letterman and you see that George W. Bush like is is has made a statement, and then he's pulling on the wrong door, and like there are four doors, yeah. he pulls on another one, and you're enjoying the joke that Letterman's making, but then you're thinking, I would have totally done exactly the same thing there are no labels on any of these doors he's got like a million things on his schedule and now he looks he's got a big matzo ball in his hands in front of the world's press um let, let's let's wind up with uh with, with one with, with maybe some some good hopeful news uh since we've also been basically saying that we want the government to attack or at least be aggressive against google let's mention let's at least mention a nice thing that they're doing uh, mm-hmm. uh they have just started a new uh, uh, charitable donation service on the play store if you go to play.google.com slash donate uh, or wait for an update to your Google Play app on your Android phone, you'll be able to make charitable deductions to 10 different charities uh, directly from your phone, and 100% of the money goes directly to the, ch- to the charity. There is no overhead being taken by the Play Store. 
Uh, there's a, you can choose between uh, their, all the nonprofits, the American Red Cross, Charity Water, Doctors Without Borders, Girls Who Code. I was really glad to see uh, them, uh, them on the list. Mostly these are like UNICEF, Save the Children, World Food Program, World Wildlife Fund. I'm glad to see a program that is just let us, let's encourage girls, uh, girls who code programs work to inspire, uh, educate and equip girls with computing skills to pursue 21st century opportunities. Um, I don't know if, I, I hope this is going to be an ongoing thing. I hope that there's, uh, that they will, it's like a curated collection of charities you can donate to, uh, that they keep revolving new things in and some I of them like, I like this. Uh, it might be just for the holidays, but again, it, it, there's no transaction fees. No one's taking anything off the top. Uh, and the idea that you get, just like it's trying to promote, the, the Play Store will promote the latest uh, Infinite Runner where you won't get enough coins to proceed unless you, <laughs> unless you buy loot boxes. On the same level of that promotion is, hey here's doctors without borders it's coming <laughs> we find we find people who have in, in war-torn countries uh, when there's disease stalking the land when there is a natural or man-made disaster we find the people who need medical treatment and we give the medical treatment for free that's okay good good Wow! So, so for all the for all those links, uh, you go to uh, our uh, our uh, show page on relay.fm, relay.fm slash material. Uh, we'll give you the notes. We'll get so they're all be in the Open show. Open them notes. in a tab. Put all me and Andy out in the background. Light there some candles. Put on some and slow then jazz to a soapbox. Yeah, maybe maybe we will maybe we will schedule like our first show of 2019. It'll be nothing but happy good news. And not like and not like Hallmark made for TV movie where everything is wonderful and everything is awesome, but there is good news and that. So maybe we'll just we'll we'll try to have uh, <laughs> Andy and I will we'll 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 figure something out. Maybe, Andy, maybe we got a little a, bit of time. I, we, we realize that maybe you've had a bad day and you're hoping for some level levity. And sometimes you hit a show like this one where we have to talk about something we feel is really important. We're just important. your friends who are coming. To, you know, just think of me and Andy as your friends who are coming over. Uh, I, you know, we're bringing over some food, some drink, and we're just sitting at the kitchen table and having very intense discussion about what's going on in the world. You know. <laughs> And 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 when one of you like gently kicks our ankle under the table, we will shut up. Unfortunately, the podcast format does not allow you to gently kick our right. knees over uh, under the table. We are the sort of people who would heat, who would read the temperature of the room. Yes, that's what, that's what we're saying. Yes. Uh, but yes, go to relay.fm slash material uh, for feedback. Also, if you tweet at us uh, at material podcast, uh, we do uh, see those immediately. We do get all the emails that, uh, that you send us through relay.fm slash material. Uh, also a place where you can uh, purchase memberships because uh, we are supported very uh, well by our very, very, very lovely advertisers, uh, but also very, very well by uh, those of you who have decided to kick in some money uh, to help directly support not only material, but also relay.fm. And boy, do we appreciate it. That's it's because we're rolling that kind of money that I can afford to buy a thirty nine dollar Black Friday <laughs> me TV me uh, TV box, and so I very much appreciate that. Uh, Flo, what you got going that you want people to have their attention Ooh, on? What have I got? Uh, tomorrow, well, you're going to actually hear this after I've done the show. Uh, so I am going to be on the download podcast this week yes. talking about, uh, which is another, uh, one of the other lovely podcasts here on the Relay FM network. <laughs> and we're also going to be talking about Googs and what was going on at Congress with Mr. Pachai. And it's, and it's the first thing in the morning podcast. So we'll see what comes out of me then. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, I mean, at this point, 
I just been really focused on me and like what is going on in my life right now. So if you like want to know where I'm at, I guess just like go to florencelion.com. I'll like let you know there. <laughs> and you're and you're about to be in an alarmingly different time zone. So Oh, and, That's and cut, yeah. In response to like a Twitter question, we are going to be uh, you are going to be uh, talking about like Romanian internet access and Romanian Google. I hope. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we've there's a lot of uh, tech stuff that I actually need to prepare this week, which I've been kind of stressing about because we're coming down <laughs> to the wire and I still haven't tested things. But uh, it's going to be interesting. I have cousins who work as Android developers, and I haven't been to the country in ten months, and it's just going to or ten years, I should say. <laughs> And um, I have a lot of stuff brewing inside of me, which is kind of why I have been kind of scaling a, a little bit back on the tech things because I, you know, listen, everyone, I'm only one person. I can't do it all. I can verify. <laughs> you You can't see it on the slide uh, on the on Skype here, but I can. And she is literally one person. One person. I'm just one person. Mm. Uh, but I'm excited. And I am also, Andy, excited to have you kind of with me while I'm in Romania because I'm basically going to be musing to you about my life there the yes. next three weeks. That will be lovely. So prepare for that, dear listener. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to like, dear Andy. <laughs> that will be awesome. Um, I'm going to be on uh, WGBH on Friday, as I mentioned earlier, uh, in Boston, the uh, Boston Public Radio, uh, talking largely about Google, but also uh, things that are appropriate for a couple of weeks before Christmas. Uh, um, and so you can either uh, listen live streaming at, I think it's 12.30 p.m. Eastern time on Friday uh, at WGBHnews.org, or they do do a podcast and they do capture the stream so you can basically listen to it whenever you like. And you can go to, uh, I, I finally fixed my website, so if you go to anotgo.com, you will see something other than PHP database errors. Uh, you can also go to anotgo <laughs> on Twitter, anotgo on Instagram. It took me so long to fix that thing because it was it was like, okay, well, oh, now I can't get into the dashboard. Okay, now I'm coming to FTP in. Oh, no, now I'm going to need SSH. I finally got it fixed, so... And yes, I am thinking about moving to moving to uh, off of Andy self-hosting. Andy is also one person. I sometimes distressingly so. Not even one. On good day, I'm one person. <laughs> it's okay, Andy. I'm here for you if you need me. Uh, thank you. Well, no, you're gonna be in Romania, but you'll still be there for me. Thank yes. You. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's it for this week thanks you so much for listening to this episode of material hope you listen to us again next week until then have a great and wonderful seven days everybody <laughs>